1: and mashable, visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weekly planet, and get an extra three months free on a one year package. That's EXP RESVPN.com slash weekly planet. ExpressVPN.com slash weekly planet to learn more. Welcome back everybody to Caravan of Garbage, where we're taking a deep dive well deep dive. We don't deep dive. We take <laughs> a surface level appraisal. Yep. Of a film series. We
0: mostly look at what is happening on the screen for most of the time, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we think of a funny little thing to say. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just think of a thing to say. Sometimes we just beg for likes. That's right. Sometimes our great editors just assemble a joke from the random syllables. We (laughs) shoot out of our mouths. That is correct. We just shoot off our traps, (laughs) half-formed thoughts, and Ben and Lawrence just get in there and they make their beautiful magic. Boy, do they. But not this week. Maybe.
1: (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. So we're, of course, diving deep into the Monsterverse. Not deep, you just said. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going into the hollow earth of the Monsterverse. That's right. Is that better? Yeah. So for those people who don't know, Godzilla 2014 kicked off a new cinematic universe. Next to the MCU, it's probably one of the most successful modern shared universes I would agree sure yeah it's, I think um, it feels like an accident though right <laughs>
0: do you think they prepared for failure do yeah you think they planned for failure I,
1: we'll talk about it especially when we get to like the third and fourth one but yeah that's what I think happened but this first one Godzilla 2014 mm. much like Robocop 2014 acted as a clean reboot so this is not linked to the Japanese 1954 original nor the American adaptation which we've already looked at from 1998 Godzilla 1998 1998, that's right yeah this is a whole new thing entirely and they brought in Gareth Edwards Mm. people might know from Rogue One that's right and that other movie he made about robots. And another movie he made about monsters. That's right, it was called Monsters because oh, nice. this was his second movie after Monsters. Uh-huh. That was an indie monster movie that he made by himself, did all of the special effects. It's pretty incredible. And they took a look at that and they went, "Can you make a Godzilla movie?" And he went, "Yeah, probably." And he did. Wow. Yeah. All by himself. All by himself. Wow. Yeah. Now, look, we'll talk about Godzilla's screen time, but the approach that he took in this was to look at it like Jaws. Well, you're talking about Jaws and you're like, mm. "Where's Jaws? When's Jaws going to get here? When's Jaws going to Jaws us? When Jaws isn't in the
0: room, people are going to ask where Jaws is. <laughs> He's in the water. He's never in the room. <laughs> no,
1: rarely. Yeah. Except for that time in Jaws 3D where he broke through the glass and then he was in the room. Mm.
0: There is one scene where Roy Scheider and Richard Dreyfuss are in a warehouse and Jaws is in the back. He's at the <laughs> poker table. He's all in. I'm eating you.
1: That's it. Now, mm. there is also a bunch of parallels between this and Jaws. I should say there's two. Because the Brody family is actually named after the Jaws' protagonist. Oh, Jaws Brody. Jaws Brody, that's right. Boy,
0: 2014, a very innocent time before we knew Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor-Johnson kissing was wrong. Because (laughs) now we know they're siblings, obviously.
1: Not allowed to do that. Illegal. That's right. And yuck. Yep. (laughs) Uh, How do you feel about this one, though? I enjoyed it a lot. It is...
0: I mean, you're not wrong in saying that it is quite slow paced and there's, you know, it's... I like that about it, though, I should specify. Mm, it's a slow yeah. burn, yeah. Mm. But uh, if the monstering was less impressive, I think I'd oh, yeah, overall boo. be disappointing, you know? Boo and why. Exactly. But, but you know, when we get Godzilla... The effects are incredible. The Godzilla model, incredible. Mm-hmm. You know the monster battles, the sense of scale. We've talked about this before. Of course, he recently did the movie The Creator. Yes, and uh, you know mixed 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 reviews, I would say. But I enjoyed it, uh, not not least because of the incredible sense of scale. Yeah. he knows how to show you an epic scene, an epic landscape, and you go, "Whoa, that's big." And he goes, "I did it like that on purpose." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. Not, not an accident. Well, you've made me feel small, Gareth Edwards. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Well, similarly... I get you, but you're putting your hand on the top of my head and I'm swinging my punches (laughs) and I can't get to you. You crafty bloke.
1: I mean, one of my favourite things about Rogue One as well is that same thing. They make a Star Destroyer, which is enormous, Mm. feel even bigger and more intimidating. Yeah, he's just really good at doing that.
0: Uh, Do you think Godzilla could defeat a Star Destroyer, James? No. Interesting. Oh,
1: maybe. Hmm. I mean, because the Star Destroyer could just start really high and shoot a laser. Yeah,
0: if it was in orbit, I think, around a planet, it could shoot a big laser, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think if it was just like sitting on a dock, like on the ground, yeah. and there was nobody in it and it was not functioning, I think, jo- uh, Godzilla Jaws. Could, I think Godzilla could just punch it.
1: You think Godzilla and Jaws could team up? I think up? they could
0: team up. I think Godzilla could take Jaws' tail and swing him around. We call that the fastball special, yeah, you yeah. know? It used to be Colossus and Wolverine, but now it's <laughs> Godzilla and Jaws.
1: Now, that, everybody, is an example of Ben and Lawrence fixing a joke in editing.
0: Oh, no, don't make him do that. <laughs> don't make him do a full automatic of Godzilla and Jaws. What do we mean putting them together?
1: Now, I think there is a mistake in this movie character-wise, right? Well, what is it? And that is that Brian Cranston, who I like a lot in this movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. should have just been the lead in the movie.
0: Right, but, of course, in this movie, he is, he is uh, our titular... He's he's bro- Brody? What are we doing? characters what are name? the characters' names?
1: Great question. Let me check.
0: He plays the father of Aaron Taylor Johnson's character. Yes, and uh, and and he believes that some years ago his wife was killed by something sort of lurking underneath the earth yeah and, and he uh, he doesn't know quite what it was but he's he spent the intervening years between then and now kind of obsessing over what it might be he's cooking it he's kooking he's cranking it he's cooking it and cranking it that's right yeah but he's right he's on tiktok <laughs> hey guys i'm cooking it and i'm cranking it let's go yeah i think all of that works i'm gonna tell my son about it let's see what he thinks <laughs> oh he thinks i'm crazy <laughs>
1: But, yeah, that loss of his wife Mm. is really effective. He gets totes emotion, Mm. and I think that all works. Yeah, He feels like a real character. Nice. Like, genuinely. And I think having the narrative then shift over to Aaron Taylor-Johnson and his sister, Elizabeth Olsen, Mm. I don't think that's a strong kind of human connection. Yeah, but the thing is, Brian Cranston's character died. So what are they going to do? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do after that, so... (laughs) You know, it's got to go down Arrow Taylor Johnson, I reckon. Plus, he's a tough guy, Marine. Yeah. You know? He's a tough guy, Marine. You know, if, you, if we're going to imagine a guy standing on the shoulder of Godzilla firing a machine gun or whatever, maybe in future movies. Yeah. It's not going to be Brian Cranston.
1: No, well, I guess not. Yeah. Unless he, you know, eats some goo and grows or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Giant Cranston. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But also, Brian Cranston himself, even though he enjoys this movie and he likes being in it, he said it was a narrative mistake to kill off his character, Joe Brody. That was his name. Interesting. Joe Brody! <laughs> I love that. That's, That's a, an
0: all-American name,
1: let boy, me tell is you. It? Absolutely. But let's talk about Godzilla itself. Okay. I feel like it really does have that terrifying presence, even off-screen. You catch glimpses of it. You cut mm. away, which we'll talk about. There's
0: that moment where a bunch of soldiers fire some flares into yeah. the night, and they swoop past his scaly form. That's right. And yeah. then they're like, ah! And then they just start... Firing bullets. Imagine if you were the one guy that just dropped him with a lucky shot. <laughs> like you hit him in the back and he's like, "Ah, oh, my sciatica. He just fell over.
1: You know? Oh my God. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. And the complaint of this is that he appears in this movie only fully after the first hour and he's only in it for around 12 minutes in total. But oh. the thing about that is mm-hmm. compared to all the other Godzilla movies that have come before it, This is actually one of the highest amounts of screen time that a Godzilla has had. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think maybe at this point people were used to like more action, more, you know, you want more monsters and all of that.
0: Iron Man's in the title, you see him all the time. Godzilla's in the title. Why aren't we saying why where's Godzilla? Where's Godzilla? Where's Godzilla? Godzilla, You know what I mean? He's jaws in it. Absolutely. And I'm not super familiar with the the original Japanese Godzilla movies, Mm. but I have seen the recent Shin Godzilla, which sort of harkens back to the originals. And let me tell you, there's a lot of people in boardrooms discussing what To do with Godzilla
1: for a very long time, and does it end up being like we're just going to let him run amok? Yeah, and by that I mean we have to. <laughs> Pretty much, we can't do anything.
0: James, they use they use a special freezing gas. Oh, and they give him a big give him a big chill.
1: <laughs> does he like it, or does he go burr? Yeah, that that one, that one. Yeah. <laughs> he goes burr. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, I I I completely get that. Yeah, I mean mm. you know the. The, it's expensive, also. It's expensive, but yeah, but the you know again, like I said, I think the the action, the the giant monster action we see, I think more than makes up for it. Yep. in this one at least. I
1: completely agree. I feel like though there, it does confuse me a bit because they'll often cut away from a big fight or a big climactic moment with Godzilla, and it just has me wonder like what happens. Because they fight in shoes and then do the monsters then separate and go drink a big gallon of Gatorade or whatever? Absolutely, like, What's yeah. happening in between? What Do they just decide to, like, to pause and be like, yeah. the,
0: let's... And Godzilla's coach comes up to him and he goes, you're a bum, Godzilla. <laughs> you're a bum.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Get back
0: in there. Use your laser breath. Oh, I didn't think he'd be about using my laser breath.
1: <laughs> now, the design of this, uh, producer Thomas Hull made it clear that the design of Godzilla had to be accurate. He said, and this was definitely a shot at Godzilla 1998.
0: Make sure it doesn't look like Godzilla (laughs)
1: 1998 because it sucked. Well, that... I don't even hate the design of that. Mm. But I think if you're a Godzilla fan, that's not Godzilla, right? That's the discussion Mm. that Mm. we've had. He said, I'm always puzzled as a fan when you take things so far, it's unrecognisable. And that works to me. And this was Gareth Edwards' approach. The way I tried to view it was, imagine Godzilla was a real creature and someone from Toho saw him in the 50s and ran back to the studio to make a movie about the creature and was trying his best to remember and draw it. And in our film, we get to see him for real. It was important that this felt like a Toho Godzilla. And I think it just nails Mm. every aspect of that. It does kind of... It embellishes on things, and there's more kind of detail. And I think he's the biggest Godzilla as well. Oh, he's we're going to talk about biggest. scale, uh-huh. definitely. Yeah, I think all of that is is really, really effective. And the design elements in its face—it's got like a bit of bear and dog and eagle—and it does give him almost like this regal kind of oh, a regal appearance. eagle. Yeah, a regal <laughs> eagle. He's a real regal eagle. I just think it's really terrific, and like just the texture of the skin, and just mm. just all of it. Like it's it's man in a suit enough without sure, making you uh-huh. look like a guy in a rubber suit. And look,
0: if I could, I, and I say this every time, the next time they make a Godzilla film, I just, I just want, and you know this, James, I just mm-hmm. want, when there's the big monster battle happening, I want one singular frame where it just cuts to two men in really obvious rubber suits <laughs> fighting. Just <laughs> versions of those two monsters, and it's just really cheap looking. Uh, and then I think you suggest, and I think this is a great idea, don't put it in every print. <laughs> so sometimes somebody comes out and goes, did you see that frame? And somebody else has seen it, you know, on a different day. It's like, what are you talking about?
1: You're, you're, you've gone mad. Mm. You've gone Brian Cranston mad. That's right. And he was killed. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about the change of origin? Because in this universe now, oh, I'm not
0: familiar enough with it.
1: Well, you know, because he's a creation of like nuclear technology. Oh yes, I mean, not always, but often.
0: Oh, Okay, but in this instance, he is, he's been—he's a product of evolution. He's, a, yeah. he's been around for a million trillion years.
1: He's basically the reset button if anything horrible shows up. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm also horrible, yeah. and I mean to fucking stomp you out. That's right. God, but that—the first reveal of him, mm-hmm. where you see the foot come down at the airport. Mm. And, and I know there was a similar thing in the Godzilla 1998. Uh, trailer. right on the top of the Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex. Maybe I'm just impressed by a big foot, mm. mm. but not Bigfoot. <laughs> Not that impressed. You're not be impressed by Bigfoot. It's not that big a foot, if we're being real. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, look at Shaq. He's got a big foot.
0: Yeah, I reckon like they they probably make a commercially available Nike Jordan that would fit a Bigfoot. Okay, sure, but not a Godzilla. No, absolutely yet.
1: not. Yeah, and just.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,0251. 25, 1. 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. at netsuite.com slash weekly planet. That's netsuite.com slash weekly planet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weekly planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices oh, this piece of sh- mother or sales. I definitely prefer And Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-vpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. The way that he's introduced and shot, and this goes back to the scale thing, they kind of use things around him as frames of reference for size. Mm. You know, there's not a lot of where you pull right back and you see... You do towards the end more of the battles, you know. You really they really lean into like the weight of the movement and mm. and you know and like going slowly past a bridge or under the water and like you know tilting battleships and all of that. It it's is. just it's just wonderful. But here's something else I think is wonderful. Go on. Now they could have easily gone with like classic Godzilla enemies in this, but they decided to create something new. Yeah, right. Okay, and you Utah. liked that? Yeah, I did actually.
0: I thought it was okay. I kind of feel, I kind of feel Come like, on, man. look, I kind of feel, on, I kind of feel like they should have gone with a classic Godzilla monster. Uh, foe, even though I'm not really that familiar with Godzilla monster foes. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think they're an interesting design. They remind me of, remember the scene in Terminator 2 when the T-1000 is chasing the good guys in the car and the T-1000's yeah. aren't in, like little silver golf clubs? Absolutely. They look like monsters made entirely of those golf clubs.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Well, the, the, I think it's
0: a great analogy yeah. or metaphor.
1: Okay, fine. It's it's great. Thank I you. said good point, but I, mean, I meant to say great analogy. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, so the design team took inspiration from Jurassic Park, Alien, King Kong, and Starship Troopers. You can see a bit of that Starship Troopers in it, especially. Yeah, later, oh, right? absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think the insectoid kind of nature of it really works. Oh, the dog's here. Speaking of bloody <laughs> monsters. I know, Ollie. Ollie, what's your favourite Godzilla? Is it Godzilla 1998? Yeah, it would be. Godzilla, do you reckon? Yep. Or Godzilla 2014, slash to the modern day. Mm. Mm, Time to think about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I also think another thing they did well with that particular creature is they work in its lore and the way it works really well. And I don't know whether it all adds up in terms of like how the mating rituals work and egg sacs <laughs> and which one can fly like i don't i don't look into it that much but there's enough detail there where you go yeah this is a this is a thing right yeah and
0: they you know and it and it works well for the plot you know they need the they need nuclear energy for for, yep. for mating purposes and there used to be a bunch on the earth just laying about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now it's all contained in those pesky sweet, bombs those pesky bombs <laughs> Yeah. Always making trouble out there. I so know. that's that's good, you know. Yeah. Drives that plot forward. I like that.
1: Well, speaking of bombs, man, I love in a Godzilla movie, you know, or a lot of these MonsterVerse movies, it always kind of comes down to, you know, the, the military's like, we've tried everything, including bombing Godzilla. Mm. But what if... We bomb Godzilla just a little bit more, just a little bit harder. Come on,
0: let me use one of those pesky nuclear bombs. <laughs> they're always sitting there so pesky and I just want to use one. Come on. Oh, my
1: God, you're not wrong. And, you know, of course, the famous line which is in the trailer, let them fight. Yes. You know, Ken Watanabe's like, let's let them fight. Mm. And we've talked about this before, but what he really should have said was they're just going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> they're just going to have to fight. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah.
0: Let them fight or step in between them and they'll kill you instantly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you, come on. Ken. What do you think, you could broker a peace between them?
1: Ken. Ken. Is that what you want, Ken? Ugh. Probably. Uh, the skydiving sequence is great. Mm. Again, just, I mean, you could have just had them skydiving past Godzilla. And that's fine, I guess. But just with the trails of smoke and all mm. of that, just a beautiful vigil. It makes a great trailer and poster as that's well, right. Mason, which I love. And as we mentioned, the final fight at the end the two-on-one attack. Mm. Just terrific. Really, really good. Just knocking down buildings and each other. You know, all of that, the way that the scales light up on his back and then, you know, shoots the atomic breath and it's you see, like, the, the heat and the smoke and all of that, like, pouring off it. I mean, down the throat, tears off the head. <laughs> no, no, oh, God. That is a that is a premium move. Yeah. Absolutely. Should have dunked it like a basketball. Mm, I like the time Godzilla played basketball against Charles Barkley. That's Barclay. exactly
0: right. I think, though, you know, and he only uses the atomic breath right at the end, and you might be like, well, I mean, why didn't he use it earlier? Obviously, I think there should have been some foreshadowing. Like maybe he looks like in the window of a skyscraper, and somebody's doing a fatality in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait a minute, remember that for later. Something to think about. <laughs> That's right. Mm. I've been fighting these guys non-lethally this whole time.
1: Maybe he watched some video game footage of the game Primal Rage. Probably.
0: Probably. That's an old game and he's an old guy. He's an old
1: guy, mate. (laughs) He's an old fella. And something, I guess, that has been talked to death, and I find this really amusing, when Godzilla gets up and leaves and everybody's like, yeah, we love you, Godzilla. You you won. King of the monsters, question mark? Yeah. But but why is... I don't know. I feel like why e- does the
0: public know that he's the hero? Yeah, potentially.
1: I think they're just happy that because one, he won. Yeah, he, and they, <laughs> he
0: won. They just they're like we we succumb to our scaly new overlord. Yeah,
1: we love you. Don't kill us. Because they don't know the other one was going to do a bunch of eggs and stuff, do mm, they? That's they true. Don't know that. Also, Godzilla probably killed ten thousand people on the way out by accident. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm. Taken off into the ocean. He certainly
0: ruined a lot of people's insurance premiums. You're not wrong,
1: mate. Mm. You are not bloody wrong. Anyways, it's time for a segment of the show that we're going to be doing every week so we know what's up. It's called How Big Is It? Oh, yeah, nice. We're talking scale, Mason. (laughs) Yes. So in this film, Godzilla was scaled to be 108.2 metres or 355 feet you don't use the metric system, because you're a cave person <laughs> uh, and weighing 90,000 short tons, or which is eighty-two thousand metric tons. Oh yeah no, so this is, that in stone oh, who cares? Uh, making it the largest What's that in fathoms? Well, that's a great question, isn't it though? What's that in parsecs? That's a great question too. You've
0: counted my great question with another great question of your <laughs> own.
1: Happy to help, if that's what I was doing. Yep. So this does make this version of Godzilla at this point in time the largest film version. Oh. oh. Yeah. And I don't disagree. It's pretty cool. Because you can't argue with hard facts and science and numbers.
0: He's a big fella. Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't make that his entire personality.
1: I know, right? Yeah, you meet a guy and they're just like big. Yeah. Because that's their personality. What else do you do? Uh, uh, My heart struggles to pump blood to my brain. I do that. Okay. Oh,
0: that counts. All right. <laughs> On your way. (laughs) On your way, buddy. And
1: now we're going to talk TriviaZilla. Trivia section of the show, Mason. Here's some tidbits, some bits and pieces that I can tell everybody about this movie. Yeah. So this was a long road to get this version made. It was a long road Mm -hmm. to get this version made of Godzilla Godzilla. 2014. More successful than Robocop 2014. Wow. Yeah. This particular version, it originated from a proposed Godzilla project by Yoshimitsu Bano, who was the director of 1971's Godzilla vs. Hedorah, and it was tentatively titled Godzilla 3D to the max. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, man. Toho Studios provided sound engineer Eric Adal. Great sound engineering on this, by the way, Eric. We really like it. Well, I do. I don't want to speak for you.
0: I mean, it's hard. To, it's also hard to talk about that on a YouTube video because you put a lot of the time if you put in any sound of any kind or any music, it's like no, nah, yeah,
1: we're climbing this. That's ours now. That's yeah, your your video is our video now. We're coming to your house. Mm. We own that too. Uh, they actually got the original 1954 recording of Godzilla's Raw and of course upgraded it to modern age to make it more organic and contemporary. They put a rap in the middle. That's right. They put a beatbox and a TikTok That's in right. it. That's right. This it's one has a DJ in it. <laughs> at the end it just makes the, the TikTok end of TikTok noise. blue <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The sound designers also used 12 foot high 18 foot wide speakers to blast Godzilla's Raw at nearly 100,000 watts to get a good idea of the vocal power and strength. The idea also was to have Godzilla originally to be found preserved in a Siberian glacier. Oh
0: right Nick. To uh, Captain America.
1: That's right. Well, they actually changed it because of Man of Steel. They went. Didn't he was in a glacier, wasn't he? Sort of, I guess. His ship was. Mm. Leave him alone.
0: Yeah. A lot of stuff can be in ice. Yeah. Get over it. Get God. over it. God. What are you? What are you not going to put him in ice? Because I've got some fish fingers in the freezer.
1: So <laughs> why? Yeah. So why? So why? Yeah, it's as good. good as reason as any. Oh, I should have fish fingers later. <laughs> Now, Andy Circus, uh, he actually consulted on this on how to make realistic animal movements. He said, "I don't know. I've never seen one of these. before. <laughs> yeah, what is it? It's friggin' crazy." <laughs> uh, yeah, it was basically showing them how to do that with a human body. But he was not uh, involved in any of the mocap for this movie. Oh, must be a pretty sweet consultant fee, though. Mason, is he
0: a mocap guy? Godzilla? Is he? Uh, is he? Completely... In this, there's a bit of mocap. Isn't in he it. Okay, yeah, right.
1: absolutely. Uh, I should check that if that's true. I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure I read sure. that. Yeah, and last bit of. God's trivia, whatever we said it was. The film had a dimmer brightness in the home video release than the theatrical versions. It was later revealed that porting the film into home video caused some technical difficulties, which resulted in a lowered brightness. Despite these concerns, Warner Brothers apparently have never re-released the colour-corrected version. So there you go. If you're looking for a great home video version... um, Good luck, idiots. Fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Warner Brothers wants you to fuck off. That's right. And buy Justice League 2017 if you want something bright and colourful. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, box office-wise, on a budget of $160 million, it made $529 million. Pretty solid film, pretty good success. Nice. And it set, uh, it set things in place for more movies and then a TV show. Uh, the movie also was so successful that two sequels were greenlit only two days after it premiered. There was a bit of a drop-off because I think there was that kind of word of mouth that only oh, really kind of shows up at the end or whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But it still did, uh, it still did mm. very, very well. Considering Mason,
0: yeah. oh, I've got some some trivia.
1: Let's it's, do trivia more. Well, I was going to say. Uh,
0: also, if you watch this on home video, and good luck yeah. getting a good version. Yeah. Uh, if you slow down the opening credits, all the redacted info, you see all the monarch mm-hmm. uh, documents. They say funny little things. Okay, let's For go. Example: This one says uh, the the uh, the the introduction of Brian Cranston. You get a little Walter, little Walter White reference.
1: What does it say, Walter White? Ah, oh, Walter White. It's yeah, a bit of fun. Is this character from Malcolm in the Middle?
0: This one says, even with nuclear weapons, there is no guarantee that the creatures will succumb. Evidence shows that it is likely the creatures will come back with David Strathairn's head. Who? He's in the movie. Is he? Yeah. Which one's he? He's one of the guys. He's one of the guys.
1: one of the guys. He's one of the guys. One of the boys. Yep. Oh, that's fun stuff, Mason. Anyway. It's good to have little jokes. I love little jokes. Yeah. Good credits, though. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, if you want to see next week's video early or any of the videos we do here early, you can actually head over to bigsandwich.co, which is like our private Patreon. And over there, not only we see Kong Skull Island early video, there's also bonus podcasts, there's movie commentaries, there's video game Let's Plays. We do so many things over there, Mason, don't we? We do so many things. Thousands of hours of stuff if you do want to go through that back catalogue exclusively. crazy amount of content. I agree.
0: We also have And a I'm po- saying
1: content because yeah, that's what that's it is. That's what it
0: is. Yep. It's what it is. It's pure entertainment is what it is. Yeah, that's right. That's what Scorsese called it. He said, that's a sleigh. He saw all the stuff on on BigSandwich.co and he went, that's a sleigh. That's what he
1: said. Also, our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, that comes out there Sunday early as opposed to Monday. All of that is ad-free. But if you just want to check out our podcast where we talk about, you know, the movies of the week and the news and whatever. You're more than welcome to. That's right. It's got its own YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple. Or just subscribe here. Just do all of the things that I said, all right? It's too many things. There are too many call to actions. Do all the normal things. Yeah, yeah, know yeah. what to do by now. Hit the bell and the We ring should just say do the
0: normal things. Do the normal
1: thing you do. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Unless um, you're a freak. Unless you're a weird don't freak. Do, don't do those Stop normal it. things. Yeah, no. All right, thanks everyone.
0: Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.